0: Uh, piña, piña fresh. It's piña, it's piña fresh. Uh, it's a it's piña fresh. is August nine
1: is August is August nine is August is August nine It's August nine <coughs>
0: Episode 64 for all those Edge games. hard to tell. I, I feel like everyone's a, everyone here is a little bit fruity. Everyone here is a little fruity and that's why I moved here is because I'm a little fruity. Uh, and it makes, sense, it makes sense for me to be here because I'm fruity. I'm a little fruity. Questionably fruity. Most of my ex-girlfriends had said at one point or another that uh, they wouldn't be surprised uh, if I turned out to be gay. Um, and so I I felt that I should go not to a gay, like, an openly gay place, like, like the Bay, you know, I wouldn't go to San Francisco or, like, New York, but you should go somewhere, um, where most people are a little more ambiguous, because in those places, it's like, yeah, it's like kind of in-your-face gay, you know, it's, um, in New York, you're in-your-face bisexual, uh, but here in New Orleans, you can be... You know, because it's still pretty deep south, but without being, like, but, but it's so proximal to Texas. And, you know, gay, and being gay in Texas is still, um, illegal. Um, or at least it, it hasn't been, uh, it hasn't been decriminalized entirely yet. So, we'll see. Anyway, that's why I'm, uh, I'm whispering, uh, just because... While I know I have an extremely loud, booming voice most of the time, uh, I do not want to risk angering my um, seemingly large and powerful, uh, destructive neighbor. Uh, At least for the time being, I still have uh, two months here in this spot, so maybe as we roll out, perhaps I'll invite her on the show, perhaps, uh, I'll let her, I'll ask her what a good time would be, or perhaps I'll just do this during the day, uh, but I can't do it during the day either, because, uh, if you don't know, there's a heat wave, and it's, uh, record-setting heat, and, um, I believe it hit, uh, 110 or something today, 114, but, um, it's great. It's a nice it's a nice place. And uh, I could not ask for more. I could not. Um today's uh this week's drink is a uh um, piña pineapple strawberry uh lacroix. I don't know what the word underneath Curate. Karate, karate. It's LaCroix Karate. LaCroix Karate. Check it out. Sponsored. I wrote a long note for today, and uh, I don't know if I really feel uh, like whispering the whole thing, so I'll try. But, um, okay. I'll get naked first, I guess, just because, um, yeah, I'll just get naked first.
1: I'm not gonna. I, I can't whisper this whole thing. Let's let's start over. Let's start over. Let's. Th- we got off on the wrong foot. Okay, I, whispering's not me. I'm a I'm a loud guy. I'm a bit of a loud guy. I'm a moaner. You know me. If there's one thing you know about me is that I'm uh, pretty verbal, as opposed to non-verbal. Why I'm Gay and There's Nothing You Can Do About It uh, by Geraldo G. Rivera. Uh, Actually, maybe. Hmm. No, that'll be fine. As the great Mac Main once said, I exchange V cards with the retards I, too, exchange V-cards with said retards. Unfortunately, I also choose to engage with retards in other ways on a regular basis. I am addicted to retardation. I think about it. I dream about it. I crave it. I go online seeking it with every spare moment of my day. I see it everywhere. I hear it all the time, yet I can never get enough. I live for it. Retardation comes in many forms, manifesting itself in any number of ways. The retardation that piques my interest is not necessarily of the chromosomal mutation variety. The retardation I enjoy is purely nurture-based as opposed to nature. While certainly there is a lot of overlap between these two, I am drawn to those that have less physical or visual indicators of the dation, quote-unquote, I like to figure it out myself as if they were a puzzle, a, a retarded puzzle, like the daily Wordle. I look for little clues. Okay. For example, finding out someone does the daily Wordle um, only because they asked if you did the Wordle yet today. Uh, Clearly retarded. Another example, their alarm clock is NPR. Clearly retarded. They believe in anything. Clearly retarded. They regularly write and respond to comments from strangers on the internet. Clearly retarded. They listen to podcasts or host their own podcast. Most likely retarded. If you pay for pornography or OnlyFans subscriptions or the attention of any stranger on the internet, or worse, you beg for it because you're broke, I tell you what, man, you might be a retard. Here's your sign. This kind of retardation is my life, my essence, my bread and My butter, what completes me and makes me whole, what slowly but surely deepens my own retardation, inducing some sort of neurochemical lobotomy to ease my nerves. It appeals to me because I am jealous. I want to be that retarded. I wish. I was retarded. Genuinely and wholeheartedly, with no ounce of irony or sarcasm, I wish I was as retarded as can be. Not physically, though, just mentally, emotionally, spiritually, sexually. I curse my mom for not fucking a more retarded man. Or perhaps she should have worked harder to retardalize herself before having me. Curse my father for not dropping me on my head more than once. Curse the carpet for protecting my brain when I robo-tripped and slammed my head onto the floor multiple times... Like one of those insatiable drinking birdie toys. What do you call those? I had to look that up. Apparently they also call them drinky birds. Or um, the first example on Wikipedia was like insatiable. Was insa- They used the word insatiable in the name of the bird. It was insatiable bird. Let me know in the comments. Curse the antipsychotics that did not completely ruin my neurochemical balance during crucial stages of my adolescent development. Curse the crash safety of a 10-year-old 2000 Ford Focus station wagon. Curse the fluoride in the tap water I drink every day. Curse the bottom lip of that quarter pipe that I never learned to drop in on skateboarding. How sweet life could be if only I could be just a little more retarded. The world would be a nicer place if everyone were a little more retarded. Truly, honestly. If everyone were Ignatius-level retarded, just think about it. Oh, Oh, fuck, I'm so itchy. I just want to pick my nose so deep right now. I'm going to pick my nose so fucking hard right now. I usually do it right before I start recording, but I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have time to pick my nose today, at least not the way I want to. Not till it draws blood. Not till it draws blood. Blood. Uh, my only hope for the future involves the fair and equal retardization of the global population. Across the board, everyone needs to be dumb and dumb. If there's just one non-retard, it ruins the whole thing. Okay. This is communistic socialized retardation. This ain't your grandma's retardation. This is socialized retardation for the good of the community not the individual okay i think that's where a lot of people will get hung up on this idea is that um is that you don't want to be retarded and i think that's i think that's selfish i think it's selfish that um so so many people want to be smarter. It's it's a, it's really it's privilege uh, in its worst form. Okay, it is that you have the privilege you think uh, to be smarter than you are? Okay, but a lot of people do have the privilege to be a little more retarded than they are as well. Okay, and I think a lot of people don't. Take advantage of, of, of being dumb. even even pretend of being smart and pretending to be dumb and never breaking character. there's a lot to that. that I mean that's taking advantage of the system certainly, okay? But I think you you emulate retardation long enough. you can certainly become it you can manifest retardation and there's a lot of tools you can use. And I think a lot of people do just not knowingly. The problem I have is they're retarded, but they expect to be treated like they're not. And they want to reap the benefits. Okay. They want to reap the, ben- the benefits, but claim to be smart, insightful, respectable. Now, it's not to say you can't be respectable if you're retarded. In fact, I, I probably respect you more if you if you just own up to being retarded. I just don't like people who are dishonest. Okay, I, I appreciate honesty more than intelligence, okay, or any sort of rationality, or or or, you know, I just want people to be honest with themselves. I want Idiocracy, the movie, but without the people who are just barely less retarded um, at the top. I want it to be, I want the retardation level to be finely tuned, to be calibrated and mandated. Okay, we want want to police each other and make sure that we're all in it together. We're all equally retarded. I want Wally, but even Wally and the hot white robot uh, are also retarded. I want iRobot the movie, uh, but make Will Smith uh, a little less retarded uh, to meet the universal standard. I'm saying uh, Will Smith is retarded, and he's too retarded. I'm saying they should make him less retarded to you know to keep up. See, I want people to be able to take care of themselves. I want I want them to be functional, barely functional. But I you know. What I imagine is, um, as 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 our technology progresses, we will reach a point, and I, I this is not trying to rip, um, you know, Wally or any other dystopian future plot line of uh, any family friendly movie, but I think once we have developed our technology enough to take care of the the big brain things. We should regress. We should return to being retarded, I think. If that's not the goal, then I don't know what is. Let us be retarded. There is bliss in retardation. There must be. That must be the goal. Because to want to just continuously understand and, and comprehend and know things the world it is um it is exhausting and, and uh, extremely saddening um but you but at this current point in time we still need some functional people to run the show. And I, you know, I don't think in my lifetime, we'll see it completely feasible that everyone can be retarded. And unfortunately there will be, there will always be people who are greedy and, uh, will maintain their, uh, ability to, to think and, uh, create things. But I do envision, uh, an idealized future where, uh, everyone's retarded and generate many generations before, uh, someone had set up the system that allows everyone to just be retarded. Okay. Someone brilliant, uh, but we won't worship them because they weren't, it, it will be looked down upon to be smart. And, and this isn't like, um again, this, this isn't trying to be like a, even like a, like a suppression of the, the general population thing with, you know, again, no leaders, no leaders at the top. Everyone retarded. everyone, everyone, equally retarded okay think about it how sweet life could be uh where did i I skipped back um i went on a date with someone uh about a month ago who who claimed uh to have read infinite jest uh in its entirety the book uh by david foster wallace if you don't know which has been memed um it is uh it is one of the most pretentious uh literary works of our generation not only f- necessarily for the uh, the writer david foster wallace not saying he's necessarily pretentious uh, but he should be he is the writer Um, he is uh, using thousands of pages to essentially write a a manifesto. Um, And and you have to be a little pretentious, I think, to be able to do something like that. It is more so the people who buy the book and um, attempt to read it for the satisfaction of, Having read it, despite um, despite no one really caring, <laughs> uh, She told me about the book. She told me about her experience reading Infinite Jess while we played um, the Simpsons Arcade game the, uh, the side-scrolling beat-em-up Simpsons game. I was uh, so disgusted that I don't think I could ever play any Simpsons games ever again because uh, it will make me think of this fucking loser sitting in a beanbag chair flipping back and forth to the footnotes like, holy fuck, you're being the wrong kind of retarded. It pains me to think there are people out there who still finish entire books. Now that's a little too retarded. That's I, Robot Will Smith retarded. I just wanna clarify, I own a copy of uh, of Infinite Just, but it's not for reading. No, no, no. It is not. It is a symbol. It is merely a symbol. It is an idea. But is it is not for consumption. In no way, shape, or form is is it is it. Should it be consumed? that is that is how I feel about this this podcast this podcast is uh, is is my infinite jest okay no one should be actually reading or listening or watching this exists purely as a representation of something that means nothing even to me if, if the most painstaking part of doing this and the only part that I find worthwhile is, is, is editing because one, I have to listen back to all the retarded things I say. So I spend at least double the amount of time, Uh, that I did uh, saying it or thinking about it I spend that time on editing and uh, uploading it and making conscious decisions to say yeah I'm going to put this out okay you think when you write a book like Infinite Jest you ever question like yeah what is this um (sighs) who is this for Why does this uh why does this need to exist for other people? Uh retardation inspires me. Okay, that's why I do this. Because I'm inspired. Uh it pushes me forward. And I both love and hate it. The anger Drives me. It is the only reason to do, to live, to be. And for that I am thankful. Uh, because without retardation, I am nothing. Without retardation, there is nothing. Cheers. Drink to that one, brother. I've um I've been streaming a lot lately I've been doing a lot of uh, Camming And uh I've branched out I used to do mostly just uh Streammate or You might know it as Jerkmate or Pornhub Live or any of the other white labels, but I have branched out to a couple other sites and opened myself up to a whole new world of of really sad, lonely people. And I've talked about this extensively. You know... About some of these experiences, and part of this show that, at least what I thought it would be, is 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 exploring, despite it being a pretty normy, kind of trite, uh, over-discussed phenomenon known as the parasocial dynamic. and it's ever more prevalent in today's society we're all guilty of it. it is natural to some degree to connect with strangers in our media and in other places i um i take risks because i i think because i i somehow think it'll help me empathize and understand and like everything else i've experienced with being a a digital sex worker uh it has only a worsened my view of people uh of people within the who do the job and who are uh patrons if you could even give them that much of a, a title, patrons. I started. I started streaming on ChatterBait uh, about a month or two ago, and didn't really have much luck. You know, it's a, it's a different environment. People there, you can jerk off pretty. You, there were just like tons of men who were just sitting alone, jerking off uh, for an audience of, uh, you know, three bots, maybe. And that's like kind of the majority of uh, the men on there are uh, jerking off alone, or they're watching other people camming and uh, jerking off to them. And what's funny about Chatterbait and a lot of these other campsites is that I think it, it, it at least partially feeds off of, um, <laughs> I, I would argue that a lot of the lower-level uh, male models who just do it as a hobby, I feel like whatever money or tokens they do receive, I have this sneaking suspicion that they take those tokens and spend them on whoever they're attracted to. They spend them on other cam models. And I think it just keeps that money within chatterbait. Because it retains its value as a token. Anyway, this is another topic. I'm just fascinated by it. The online uh, the economy of a uh, of a token based campsite, um, yeah, they don't they pay you in tokens, but you can just spend them as tokens right away if you want. You don't have to cash them out. It almost entices you to to spend them. Um, anyway, didn't have much luck as most men uh, do not, at least when I first started and uh i had one um pretty committed regular customer kind of from the start and uh, they actually turned out to be a woman they turned out to be a woman uh who f- based on my impression was uh relatively normal you know, I mean, again, this is something I'll return to a lot: is the the context um, of where, the, where these interactions take place, and to say that anyone is relatively normal, um, it does not it does not give them much credit in this context. You understand someone who frequents a campsite, or or you know. someone who is a cam model uh, relatively normal what does that mean she um claimed to not use campsites um or that 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 was her first time ever that she had uh i guess googled or looked up on reddit like what are cool campsites and uh she wanted Chatterbait and found my room mm. with all five bots in it who are also models. Um, and we ended up, she tipped me pretty generously and then uh, requested like a private talk and uh, not even a sexual thing. I don't even jerk off really on, on Chatterbait because You know, I mostly just use it to play video games and promote my paid content um, for purchase. And so I was just chilling, hanging out. And um, this is a long story. I'm already bored. Uh, She asked me to talk on Snapchat. So we did. She actually paid for my Snapchat. She paid for the access to my handle. And then she also paid on top of that for an hour of talking with me, she paid like $50 or something for me to just talk. It wasn't uh, a video chat. It wasn't a jerk off. It wasn't even like dirty talk. It was just straight up um, conversation about it just, it was inherent. It was just, it was non-sexual completely this interaction and, I find that that's more common um with women that I meet um that find themselves on campsites is that they're they're there to to talk a lot of them are just um they're they're going through a dark time and uh they can't call their therapist at like two in the morning so um they look elsewhere. so we had that one conversation. I think it went, ended up being a little longer, you know, um, but it was fine. And she seemed relatively interesting and normal. And again, uh, rel- those terms are relative, relatively normal. Uh, you know, she she could have a conversation. She seemed funny and she understood my humor and then uh, you know we continued uh, having our uh, our interactions through chatterbait and on snapchat periodically just you know jokes and she would come in pretty regularly and just tip me just because you know nothing crazy just you know but I wasn't doing anything I was just talking so you know she was tipping me I guess just for the company or the background noise which I think is what she used me for, it was uh, a sense of company while she uh, did work on her computer. And um, and that's fine. And I feel like that's maybe how a lot of people use me. Um, and it seemed like a relatively professional, like she understood the... The, the relationship you know she understood the the customer dynamic she knew her place it seemed and um anyway she is i found her to be relatively attractive um physically uh, but i over time i found that she is you know not someone that maybe i would you know, I feel like she's someone I'd bully in like high school. <laughs> I found, I, I felt she had a bit of a drama kid. Uh, not aesthetic. That wasn't. I don't think she was intentionally that sort of person. I think she just perhaps had friend groups like that. You know, um, and I later found out she was homeschooled, and so it's hard to even say. You know, if that, if maybe that saved her from being a a drama kid, you know, from being a full, a full blown band drama kid, but, uh, without telling too much about her personal life, uh, she's, she's relatively fucked in a lot of ways, not, you know, just beyond being homeschooled, which is, is already immensely fucked. And it's not to say, okay, well, some people can be homeschooled appropriately, but what I I would argue that the majority are not, I'll I'll just go ahead and and assume that the majority of people who are homeschooled for the entirety of their, you know, K through 12, um, that's retard, that is retarded. That is a good way to, to retardulate your child. (laughs) And perhaps that, that is a something an option to consider for the future is everyone uh, homeschooling their kids. Um Fuck. We we ended up having, you know, a flirty discussion and this is something that happens with most of my fans is like, Oh, where are you from? Where are you at? Um Wouldn't that be funny if, uh, if I'm ever in your area, you know, I'll let you know, you know, if if I'm ever in your area, maybe I'll come over and uh, fill the void in your life with my penis, you know, like it's, it's part of what, how you sell, you know, you, you sell this fantasy of like, oh, maybe I could fuck them, you know, maybe even if I wasn't paying them, like they'd let me fuck them. You know what I mean? Like that's, that is, um, that's just like inherent, you know, to, to a lot of online sex work is like maybe if I pay them enough, like maybe if I comment and like, if, I, if I'm enough of a reply guy, they'll come fuck me. Um, or maybe they'll make me a moderator for their Discord. You know, any number of th- rewards that uh, people come up with in their minds to, to convince them that the time and energy that they're investing in in this stranger is is going to manifest in like a real thing. So with this person um from chatterbait I was doing I was doing that to some degree. That is just like standard practice and um you know she took it upon herself uh and said um okay well I've never been to New Orleans, and I think I'd like to go and um, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna stop you. you can visit and um, and then she went ahead and uh she sent me a screenshot of um, she bought tickets to to fly to New Orleans uh, about a month from when we talked it was like about about a month yeah so it wasn't like a super like i'm coming right now but it was certainly like uh hey i just bought tickets here and uh you know be free this weekend this was just this past weekend um and i was like okay you know we didn't we we hadn't again this is uh, we hadn't talked um, verbally beyond that first conversation, that very first like day uh, she found me. It had all just been like dumb interactions about things she was doing or just, you know, very like basic stuff, like really meaningless conversation. And uh, and that's fine. I'm not, I not like I was looking for more, but that's just like what it was. So the idea of like, her coming to meet me was kind of interesting. Cause I was like, this is based off of like nothing. And, um, my impression is, um, so after she found me on chatterbait, I told her about, you know, my other content, my videos, I told her you can check it out if you want. Um, and she ended up finding that she liked my podcast. She liked the show um, because it is just uh, a more concentrated version of what you get in a cam show um without you know anyway, so she just liked it for background noise, and um she I guess genuinely found it funny or at least some somehow entertaining or distracting um, from her life and um, the impression I got was that. <sighs> Well, okay. When she said she was coming, I was like, all right. Like if she wants to hang out, like there's no assumption of anything, you know, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll meet her. You know, that sounds neat. That sounds like a fun, the way I look at any of these interactions, like, well, it's a fun story, you know, and, and I don't have a whole lot to lose in in a lot of these situations because I'm a guy and it's like, I'm not, you know. I'm not I'm not going to be the one to get I mean I could there's always a risk of me being the one getting drugged or um set up for something I don't know but like I was like for the most part I mean even if I do like that's that's interesting that's more interesting than whatever I usually do on a day-to-day basis so I was like all right I'll meet you um we spent a month you know, not really talking that much anyway after that. I just knew she was still listening and watching my podcast, which I thought, okay. Um, and and then, yeah, and then we met. Uh, I picked her up from the airport and um, I took her to her hotel and we walked around uh, New Orleans, like, a little bit, you know, um, and glaring... Uh, flags right away. You know, it's not like shock, you know, nothing about her like surprised me from what I like the little I knew about her. Like I had a pretty good handle of like, at least what I thought she'd be like parasocially from her like Snapchat and her stories and like her, her online presence. You know, there's, I think we were both dealing with a similar dynamic of like we're just basing our ideas of of each other off of content but you know her idea of me is based off of something that's very personal and very like intimate which is what the, like this this is very personal and intimate and I don't think I get to this level with most people you know in a conversation or you know there's no reason for me to say these things to most people Any, anything I talk about or joke about it's like Um, so she got the side of me that I'm like, I'm hardly even like this, like in person, you know, I'm hardly, I will say retarded once in a while, but you know, uh, not, I, I, I would say I'm pretty tame. I would say I'm pretty tame and know how to function. It's getting worse for me, but you know, for the most part, I, I, and more so inclined to be, to not stick out, you know, I'm not, I'm not super extroverted or, or attention seeking in person, in public. Here, of course, this is what it's for. The internet's for seeking attention. It's for validation, whatever, whatever. Um, so she saw a lot more of me than I ever saw of her. And uh, we hadn't even had any kind of discussion about like, what necessarily is it, you know, are you visiting? Cause you want me to fuck you? Like, is this, are you, is this still a transactional thing? Like, are you paying, you know, I didn't ask these questions and I should have, I should have asked something basic or at least opened this, uh, door because it, it set us up to have a very, 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 <sighs> I, I think uncomfortable meeting, you know, and, and nothing, it's not like anything bad happened. Nothing. Nothing incredibly like wrong happened. It's just um, it was just very weird. It was just a very weird, um, like, kind of mind fucky like moment where, you know, I I was checking in a lot with her. I was just like, are you? Is it hitting you at all that you you flew out and you're hanging out with this person? that you know, through a screen um and not even like a two way conversation screen, you know, it was very much like uh she's just watching me talking into nothing, into space. Um, and I don't know what she's saying in, in response. I just know what she types and that's pretty much the extent. And, uh, I was just like, so does that feel weird? Is that, you know, and she's like, oh, i like, no, she's like fine. um, and I found her really annoying, <laughs> and and like that's not. Uh, I'm not shocked by that. I just thought maybe I was projecting something in my mind. I, I thought maybe I was like, oh, it's because I assume everyone online is annoying, and I had that moment. I even told her I was like, you know, I'm probably like, I don't mean to be a dick to you. It's just like anyone who. I have I have a certain level of like a, of a boundary of a, like a defense automatically with anyone that um I meet online because it's like people are fucking insane. And the fact that I even met her is uh a huge it was a huge amount of trust on my end just that she wouldn't um like I guess like fuck with me, but it was also already a huge red flag that she would f- go out of her way to fly here and and like meet me and trust me. That's a huge already red flag that you want, that you have an interest in meeting this complete stranger. And, um, but I was like, whatever, you know, there's parts of me that fight with this and say like, well, what's so inherently wrong. And it's like, no, this person's ill. Like this person needs help. And I don't think her coming here and meeting me is gonna help uh fill that void uh in her soul and um and to be honest, you know, I think in my mind, I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll like we'll fuck you know I was like maybe we'll just fuck and that'll be it, and like that for me, that's nice I mean like and not like in a prostitution way, I was just like, maybe we'll genuinely like vibe you know she seems hot she thinks i'm hot um or at least she thinks i'm funny hot not necessarily you know and and then the worst is that i get a story out of it and i get something to talk about in which that she can listen to or or hopefully she doesn't listen to anymore but we walked around we had kind of weird back and forth because we don't know each other um but we she was kind of pushing it in a way that made it feel like she was too, being too friendly a little bit, you know, not too friendly in the sense like she was being too nice, but being too, um, maybe a little like casual with the way she spoke to me as if like, you know, as if we were like kind of good friends for a while and that she knew what I was about and, you know, didn't need to know more kind of like she asked questions but it was kind of based in this like a lot of this pre knowledge you know that it, almost like getting interviewed by someone that you've never met but has studied you thoroughly and has come up with questions for you that's like that's kind of the the vibe but then at the same time she wanted to there was no there was a lack of kind of reverence. Uh not that I need to be like I'm not asking to be like worshiped. I just mean like a general level of respect that you would have for anyone that you've never like met, you know, that you've never like, I don't know, you know, it's like you kind of, you kind of, you kind of ease into it. But I felt like with her, she kind of just, it it just felt like uh, pushed into anyway, I'm complaining about nothing. But I, I, it's hard to capture like what the exact mood was. But um, so we had like I assumed she was we were gonna hang out the whole weekend. She hadn't told me necessarily what we were planning, but she had I guess some ideas. But uh, that first night we just walked around and then we went back to our hotel and um, we ended up getting into some really kind of dark territory with her life and i know like i obviously talk about a lot of dark things too um here but that's because it's this is just for me you know like this is like this is like me journaling you know um it's not it's not i'm not having a conversation here um but i think there is this level of like security or or vulnerability that she had developed and maybe she's always like that but i'm getting the impression that she's maybe always that open and that's kind of even more terrifying to me but um yeah she just you know i think she felt safe enough with me to tell me these things uh in that moment and Uh, I just learned that she's just a really fucked up person. (laughs) And I told her, I was like, I don't, uh, you have a lot going on and I, I, it's, it's all making sense. Now you like, you are exactly kind of like the epitome of like who I imagine would do this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like that you are the idea of someone, who would go out of their way to, to meet a stranger and put themselves at risk to meet a stranger like this in this situation. And and I'm not saying I'm any better, you know, I'm obviously very ill too. Um, and I'm pretty ill and, and ill advised to, to have met this person in general, because it could have gone wrong in so many ways. You know, there was a moment we were in our hotel like alone and I'm like, I don't know you. I, this could be, this is my schizo brain acting up but it's like this could be anything you could be anyone that maybe i called like a dumb fucking retard once like two years ago and you never let it go i have people like that who still message me from like one time i cyber bullied them when i first started you know like two years ago and they, they still like will make new accounts and like message me like all this weird shit and and threaten all sorts of things and i'm like mate you could be one of those people and i wouldn't know and you just played nice to to get me to come meet you and then uh i had all sorts of thoughts i was like you got me in your hotel room i'm I, we even got to a point where i was like don't you know like i promise i'm not gonna like dox you or anything i just want to you know i, I I hope that's like safe to assume, but I just wanted to make sure I say it just so you, you don't have any doubt. Cause like, again, we've hardly talked. Like I hardly knew this bitch. She's not a bitch. Sorry. Hardly knew this girl, this woman, this lady. Um, and, uh, she, the one thing I will mention, it was that she was groomed when she was 14, uh, by a man who was 21, uh, cause she was in college when she was 14. So if that doxes her, I'm sorry, but, it was a very unique situation that she she described to me and um at that point i was i was not interested in her anyway but that that was certainly would have uh that certainly was like the nail in the coffin for me was that uh she had just been through a lot and i was like i don't think this is sexual anymore for me i can't i can't view you uh it's hard cuz it's not that she's not deserving of like a whatever. It's not like she was even asking me for sex. That's the thing. It's like there was it was just cuz of the the context of like where she met me and how she knows of me is through this sexual like platform, through this sexual like medium and um, you can only assume so much, you know, without all this communication. So the overall it was it, this is really just the lesson in in a more open and direct communication, which is what you need to like circumvent the, like the parasocial aspect of, of anyone you meet online is, is how well you communicate and how much of it is reciprocal. Right. Because once it's reciprocal, then it that's hardly parasocial anymore. I mean, it can be to a certain degree, but um, you know, like, Um, am sorry. I think my neighbors are. Neighbors are acting up. I had a thought that, you know, she had me in that hotel room and I was like, uh, you could, we could walk out of here and you could say anything. You could say anything happened. And um, I, I'm not saying like that's wrong that she is allowed to 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 do that. I know that's the result of many years of me too and all sorts of cases, but that I realized for a moment that I was like, Oh, like this, this, it, this is how I'm vulnerable this, this, this in this moment, that's actually where I was wrong. I thought, up to that point, I was like, there's nothing I I can lose at that point. I was like, there's nothing that could go, you know, I'm not going to get abused. I'm not going to get raped. I'm not going to get drugged. But then I was like, well, I could be accused of doing those things. All it takes is being behind closed doors and having me on some sort of CC, you know, TV, uh, and the hotel, you know, just like those sorts of things. I was like, ah, oh, shit, you know, who knows? And, um, anyway, we kind of got into it. We got into the discussion kind of, it was like a weird meta discussion about like the situation. And, um, we were both uncomfortable and she's also addicted to her weed. She's dependent on weed and I don't really get along with this. Uh, believe it or not, despite me, Giving off uh, a degenerate stoner vibe. Uh, actually, don't really get along with people who uh, are dependent on on any stuff, any substance, really. Um, it just it makes me uh, upset. Not necessarily with them, but uh, just anyone. With, with, it makes me upset with human nature in general with their, with any, having any dependence on some kind of extrinsic like. I don't know. So weed and um, I, I don't. I feel bad. Even I don't know why. Why it matters. I, I guess we ended. We ended the night by. I was I was a dick. I was a dick to her because because I was getting this overly friendly thing so I was like let me just be mean to you a little bit so you'll like back off. And I think I went a little too far, you know, and I think I projected a little bit of like, you know, my general demeanor that I have for like most faggots on on the internet um is that like you know, you're like I just assume you're you're probably kind of dumb and you're probably kind of a loser. Uh, this person's not dumb; they're certainly very intelligent, um, but it doesn't mean you have good judgment. You know, it doesn't mean you're rational. And this person's intelligent, but not rational, and uh, has very poor judgment. So in a way retarded is, is ultimately, um, I think it, I think it was two retards meeting for the first time is, is what happened this weekend. Uh, and I leveled with her. We leveled with each other. It was just like, I think this is wrong. This probably is stupid. And, uh, you know we ended on a cordial note but uh it made me feel uh infinitely shitty and i i still quite haven't figured out what exactly why exactly i had to feel shitty but cause I, I i think we both understood the inherent like risk of, of meeting someone like a stranger and, and uh, the po- uh, high potential for it to, you know, not necessarily go like, well, it's hard to even have an idea of like how it would go with someone you've never met. So um, yeah, there's just a lot. And I don't think it sh- it's a reason for me to feel bad or wrong, but like I left feeling like I felt, I felt dirty leaving the hotel room and um, again we we didn't even have we didn't kiss we didn't like we hugged we had a friendly hug goodbye and uh, that was the extent of our like physical interaction and the rest was all just talking Um, anyway so if you want to hang out hit me up if you want to, if you want to come to New Orleans and, and and hang out, hit me up. I will meet you. Um, I will meet you, but you have to do the podcast. That is, um, that will be my new. That will be my new stipulation. Is if I meet you, you have to come on the show. And explain your life. Explain the events and the moments and thoughts that you had up to that point that led you to make the decision to uh, meet me or to reach out to me. I think that's... I, I think that's what it'll have to be. I I don't think I, I can meet people who just want to meet me just for the hell of it. I probably don't want to, I probably don't want to hang out with you. I probably don't like you. And I probably, uh, I just want to, I just want to, I want something out of you. Okay. If I, if I, if I respond to you in some way, it's cause I want something out of you. Not because, uh, I necessarily like you. Okay. If I respond to you and I talk to you, is because I either want your money. Okay. I either want your money or I want you to somehow serve me in some way, whether you, you are a fan and you promote me or you tell your friends about me or uh, whatever. You support me in some way. You're hot. And I want to fuck you. Okay. That's. But a lot of times that's not enough. That's not even enough. Because. Because. You, you, I assume most of you are crazy. I would assume most of them are crazy. And you don't. Stick your dick in crazy. And I know there, that. It can work both ways. It's like you don't. It just doesn't roll off the tongue as well. That you don't let. Uh, you don't let crazy stick its dick in you i'm sure there's a nicer way to say it but like you don't you don't let crazy fuck you too i guess that's a more that's a more general uh non-gendered way to say it. don't don't fuck crazy maybe that's an easier it's a modern age don't stick your dick in crazy don't put your genitals on crazy on craigslist don't stick your dick in craigslist (sighs) um i have to piss i have to piss so bad on my ass um there's no there yeah there's the lesson here is just you know meet people in real life. Don't, don't, you don't have to keep meeting people online. In fact, you should, you should stop meeting people online because they will disappoint you. And, uh, if people in real life aren't flaky enough, I think people online, I mean, Hey, I know they're real people. I mean, I know people you meet online. They're real people with real lives and real feelings and real, but, it's just not. It's it's just not the. It's I don't think it's the right way, to, to connect with people anymore. I think, it has served its purpose, and I think for a while it was a good, useful tool. But I think, it is um, it's gone too far, and I I think uh, it's it's gonna get worse. And it's not in like a doomsday way. I just you know I, I don't see why it would. I don't see why the majority of us would return to, you know, I think there is a small proportion of people who are very, you know, tired of the apps and there's still tons of people who don't use the apps, um, in terms of dating or for people who are looking for platonic friends on like on Bumble or meet me or whatever. Um, or OkCupid, Cupid, God forbid, you know there're still people going out and meeting people with similar interests from their hobbies or at school or whatever and it's like that's why someone who at least for me connects with me in some way there's nothing like that that relationship is it would be based on like it's it's if it's it's either just sex or that you're like just fucked up like you just relate to me cuz you're like mentally ill and i don't i don't know why either of those things is supposed to like appeal to me and be like a reciprocal thing i have i have to stop being attracted to people on, online i have to stop trying to fuck off of off of Instagram, I have to stop trying to fuck off of Snapchat. That's not. It's not healthy, you know. I have to stop. I. I it's because I have an addiction to dating apps, and I feel like when I try to take a, a break from dating apps, and I, 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 lean into trying to get some some kind of satisfaction from the next easiest thing, which is like my fan base, which is annoying too. And uh, and I haven't. I. I mean. It's, and I, I, have I've done many things to circumvent that. And I feel like fucking my fan base is even worse, uh, than just being addicted to three dating apps uh, I found. So I've, I've returned to the dating apps for, for, for a few months now, but once in a while, like with this person I've just met, um, over the weekend, uh, you know, you want to you always want to give it another shot. You always want to dip your toes in it again and I you forget that they're probably fucking retarded. They're probably fucking stupid. Uh and it it would it would not be wise to meet them even though you do get a story out of it or you think you learn something from it. I think uh I just I think I knew I already knew what I learned. I think I already knew before I met this person. But, you know, curiosity, right? All right. Well, this was fun. Um, Tune in next week for another ramble about the fucking retarded bullshit. Um, I'm going to look up ways to make people retarded slowly. And aside from, (laughs) aside from fluoride in the water, uh, just kidding. I, I do drink, I drink tap water. I don't, I don't actually care. Um, I do question the fluoride sometimes, but you know what? I have nice teeth. My teeth are nice enough. I don't know much about my pineal gland, but I'm sure it's fine. I've done worse things, probably, to fuck up my brain than uh, drink tap water. You know, like smoke weed. It's like smoke weed on a regular basis. Uh,. Or, or drink opiates, uh, you know, or, you know, alcohol. I haven't, well, anyway, try to do your best to make everyone around you retarded, do everything you can to make yourself retarded, look to a brighter future where everyone is a lot dumber and everyone's a lot happier because of it. That is uh that is my dream. Uh, good luck and good night.